Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Staying Conscious podcast. Back again here with the fifth season. It's been uh, well over a year since uh, the last season, and uh, I've been quite busy. Unfortunately, I've been procrastinating this season for a little while, but um, I have uh, a list of some people who I would really want to get into discussions with. And uh, one of these people today was... uh, a guy who I found on YouTube quite randomly, actually. Uh, his name is uh, Emil. He is uh, from Sweden, and um, he has a channel called Based Brothers. And, um, well, Emil, welcome, first of all. How are you? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, uh, Donna, for uh, hosting me. Yeah, it's uh, going to be exciting to talk to you. I've uh, seen some of your content, and I think you have a lot of uh, interesting ideas that you share. And uh, I think that you should uh, continue on your uh, YouTube journey. It's, uh, you, you, you should continue uploading videos because I'm sure that uh, you have potential there. So uh, yeah, it, it's good that you're uh, back uh, in the grind again, but definitely start uploading uh, more videos to YouTube. Yeah. Thank you for the uh, encouragement. I have been slacking quite a bit with the, the YouTube videos, uh, I have to admit. But um, yeah, when I have time again, I'll start to upload some videos uh, because it is fun to talk about the self-help philosophy, these type of things. This is not something I feel I do because I'm obligated to do it as a sort of work or anything. And this is more like a basically a hobby for me, but it's actually very enrooted into who I am at the same time. And um, I feel like with your videos, especially when you talk about these topics, it seems like it's something very important to you. And it's something that you, well, you say it at least, that you are integrating a lot of these things into your life and you're telling us that it's helping you. So could you tell me a little bit about your backstory? Like, why did you start to make these videos? What is the message that you want to spread? And why did you get into this whole self-help journey uh, from the beginning? Yeah, sure. So I think that, uh, well, there's a a lot of uh, background to where the the seed was planted and so on for this journey. But um, really, it started when I was uh, 23 years old. Uh, I came to a point in my life where I started questioning all my beliefs that I've ever held. And I started to see for the first time in my life that a lot of the beliefs that I held were not really my own. And so I had been living a life that was the life that society wanted me to live, that my parents wanted me to live, that just everybody but myself wanted to live. And that's quite a uh, tough thing to go through. It, it's, it's very healthy. Uh, and out of that came the concept of being based. Now, based is a term that's been around on the internet for quite some time. I believe there's a rapper who who sort of uh, made the word into its uh, meaning the meaning that i use which is to be your authentic self regardless the opinions of others and that's just resonates so deeply with me because i started seeing that i want to live my life on this earth and my life is my life and it's it's precious to me and so i cannot afford living with beliefs and going down a road that is not authentic to me. And so out of that came the self-development journey at the age of 23. So what I saw was I had all these beliefs. I had a girlfriend at the time. She was great. Uh, Nothing against her. I was studying law, which was something I had been uh, one of my big goals in life since the age of 14. And so I had like everything lined up, but it just struck me that maybe I'm doing these things because this is what my parents want and what society believes is good for me and so on. And I, I felt that at a very, very deep level. And so that triggered this sort of spiritual and self-development journey. And I found it to be so interesting. Like I 
came in touch with meditation, which previously I thought was really like a hippie kind of bullshit thing. Yeah. I was all about, <laughs> you know, making money, becoming a lawyer. I was all about the prestige. And uh, it was just making me really, it, there was something lacking in that, in, in running my life that way. And so I started to see more a need to develop my own authentic self, like let that come out of me. And one big part of that is I happen to enjoy philosophy. I read a lot of books. I, I like that. And I also like being creative. And so YouTube gives me that opportunity to express myself. It's almost like a journal for myself because like you said i do it to i i i'm so happy that i help people i mean that's that's awesome but it, it also really does help me like it's a almost like a journal for myself like i also use it to hold myself accountable it's yeah. like i'm speaking my mind i'm learning lessons in life through my experiences and then i'm trying to sort of make sense of them and it's like I'm having a conversation with myself and making sense out of my life, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and even prior to, to, to starting the channel, I actually wrote a book that's called Based Mental, Physical, and Spiritual, Spiritual Mastery. And in that, I share some of the lessons that, to me, were priceless when it came to to developing developing myself and developing my authentic self such as meditation and so i just felt like man these things that i've learned on my own through the internet and through books uh, my parents didn't tell me these things school didn't teach me these things i had to go and find out myself these are things that i would want to know at an early age and so i wrote it so that i could give it to basically my son you know like i wish yeah. Someone would have told me this. I mean, this, this, these things changed my life. Mm. So, so yeah. So that's uh, sort of the uh, origin story. Oh, thank you for uh, sharing that. I can relate in a lot of ways, especially with the thing you mentioned about documenting your insights and um, sharing it with, well, of course, the world, but also to yourself, kind of, so you can keep track of your own growth I, I can relate to that a lot and um but what i wonder is what was this like um you said that you felt like you didn't live an authentic life like it wasn't true to you why can't if i'm being like a skeptic here why can't the life that we have been taught to live be authentic what is the difference between living an authentic life and living an unauthentic life in that case. Yeah. Um, so I think that really comes down to having awareness and, and having the ability to, to view your mind almost from a third perspective and, and your actions and your beliefs. And that's, it's quite a, a difficult thing to do. We're basically talking about, an ego death in a way to, to mm. like, imagine you, you take the time out of your day to really sit down and ask tough questions. Like the, I think a lot of people do not ask these questions. They, it's just simply, I don't know, maybe they, they do not have the awareness. They just don't care. I mean, apparently before the age of 23, I, I was just, sort of drumming along in my life i didn't really care and so something happened i don't know if, if it might be also explained biologically it's it said that uh as a man you are fully developed your brain is fully developed when you are about 25 so maybe i was going through biological changes as well but yeah. i think it starts with an awareness and you start seeing that well i mean these beliefs that i've held the like why do i have these beliefs and you so you so you have to start actually asking those questions of course if, if you're totally unaware then uh, maybe you believe you're living an authentic life but 
I think you can tell the sign that you're that you're not living a, an authentic life is if you feel that you're, you're just not really content with your situation, with the people that you have in your life, the, the, the goals that you are pursuing, you kind of can sense it like on a, on a, I don't know, energetic level. You, you, you can feel that something is off. Like this is not how I know I should be living my life. I, I am with this partner, but honestly, I don't actually like this partner that much. You know, you, you you start questioning it deeply i think that i think we are equipped with a intuition and this intuition has kind of your answers in your life it's like a compass a soul compass that if you trust it it will show you the road that is going to make sense to you and i think a key in life is to follow that road and pursue that road whatever it looks like but that can be very scary because it could mean that you got to stop the career that you're in. You got to leave the people that you currently have in your life. It can be very dramatic. Like it can, it can sort of shift your whole life. And so maybe people, some people or, or many people don't want to be honest with themselves. They don't want to face all the things they have to go through if they're going to be real with what they're doing in their life. And so you know, maybe you'll go and drink alcohol instead, or just tune down that, ah, uh, it's, it's, it's not that bad and, and make excuses. But yeah, I think it's just, it's an internal thing. You, you will sense if you're living authentically or not. Right. So you, you mentioned this um, inner compass, this sort of intuition that we can uh, perhaps develop and, um, follow in hope that we're going to have a authentic life um or it maybe just naturally shows us the path to an authentic life um but in terms of making decisions and uh especially big life decisions what should we trust should we trust our intuition or should we base this more on a logical uh ground because sometimes I personally feel like if I just follow my intuition, things could go basically batshit crazy. So sometimes I have to be a bit more rational than I uh, perhaps perceive myself to be more um, in tune with my intuition. So how do we make that distinct distinction? And um, how can we know when to follow our intuition versus perhaps being a little bit more um, rational or perhaps not as uh, autonomous, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if intuition following it necessarily means that you're not rational and not logical and, and things like this, because at the end of the day, you have one life and do you, do you like, what are you going to do with it? Are you, are you going to enjoy it and, and, and live it in the best way possible for your soul or are you going to approach it as if you had 10,000 tries? It's like you only have one shot. And so I feel like there's not really an alternative, but I do see what you're saying because I also make sort of decisions that maybe in the moment I feel like mm, I don't really, I, what I want to do now is I want to take my car and I want to travel the whole world and just say fuck it to everything like i can get i can get that sense sometimes like i want to go on a grand adventure who cares about the money i don't know what's going to happen i'm just going to see because it's a it's an adventure and that that gets my heart beating mm -hmm. but then at the same time i'm like yeah sure that that's awesome but i also want to like i want to build my finances i want to have the ability to one day raise a family and mm -hmm. those things right now don't rhyme well with each other. So what road do I go down? And there I can kind of feel like the road I'm pursuing right now, which is very focused on uh, building wealth and building YouTube, definitely. But I'm also going to take over a family business. That's like where my focus is. I do also enjoy that a lot. Like I find meaning in that. And there are times where you know, it's, it's tough. And from that perspective, oh, I should just be enjoying myself. 
but I've, I've come also to a point where just just enjoying yourself and traveling and whatever it may be that that can also lead to some sort of emptiness at the end of the day like i like the fact that i need to wake up and be sharp i need to be improving every day i need to be better i need to learn my craft and the struggles that come with the opportunity i'm pursuing right now they are also very meaningful so yeah i think there is like multiple ways that i could live my life that would make me satisfied if that makes sense i think that we are we are multi-dimensional but it's just like sort of in those areas of your life where it, it like like don't compromise with a with the people in your life for example if you feel like they bring negativity they, they do not contribute positively to your life and your intuition is telling you you should not be, be you should not be with these people then I think you should listen to that and that's you can get that sense in a lot of areas of your life you can you can know that the partner you are with right now this is not right for you and the longer you wait and deny that sense in yourself it, it's not going to get better and so I think that you can you can use this compass in a lot of ways in your life that are actually the most rational way to approach life. Mm. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, I um, I understand what you're saying. Like the the most rational thing would be in that case to follow the intuition because it's yeah. it's presenting itself in such a logical way as well in your life because if you are not following what is true to you things will be affected and you will yeah. notice it um but of course in order to actually make this shift and um become more based so to speak i guess we have to go through a certain understanding also what the difference is between pain and suffering because this is a question that I've been asking myself a lot. Um, like, how do I understand suffering enough and not avoid it, but at least know what to do in order to not go into suffering? Uh, and through that, go through a sort of pain because change is usually very painful. So that's why it can, it can be very discouraging to make radical shifts and uh, become more true to ourselves because we're going to feel pain uh, along yeah, yeah. that, along that process. So how do we deal with that pain and um, what would be the difference be between pain and suffering then? Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, I actually thought about this uh, recently. And uh, the thing is that every time you take on a challenge or you try something new, that's outside of your, comfort zone I'll, I'll mention a, a example i did the uh vasa loppet you know it's a famous skiing race and and in sweden it's uh 90 kilometers so it's 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 damn long and i've never i've never been on on uh, cross-country skis before and maybe this is a kind of a trivial example but that was a lot of like mental energy uh for me to to start skiing and doing all these things that don't necessarily resonate with the path that I'm on and the goals that I have but it was also very much outside what I normally do and it forced me to do a lot of uncomfortable things it, it, like if you if you take on a challenge like that you are going to be forced to do a lot of <laughs> A lot of growth in, in not just like physically, but also mentally. You have to go through, I had to go and take classes. I had to train and I had to go get the skis and I had to do all these long hours on the skis and train different parts of my body and then do this extremely long, like one of the longest races in the world. Like, am I out of my mind? I have no experience. But it was very, very rewarding because I grew a lot from that. And, and I believe that if you are interested in, in growing and becoming a better person and, and living a life that is more true to you and fulfilling, then you simply just have to get used to it being very uncomfortable a lot of times. Like that's, that's the conclusion I've come to. You have to get used to that. It's going to be painful. It's and 
but after time you just become a person that enjoys that like you you see that that is what makes life worth living at some point it's it's and and every time you you take on new experiences new challenges things that you would like to accomplish you grow your abilities like it's like you expand and so if you do not do that your world can actually start shrinking and you become a very comfortable person and you're never sort of seeing what you're made of which is a lot it's a lot you you have infinite potential as a human and so i find it just so much more interesting to to see what i'm able to do and of course there's there's so much pain associated with it with it i've i've gone through that stage so many times in my life i've taken on multiple challenges and i felt like a an idiot a noob uh, like how how am i even going to to do this but i always come out so much stronger and it's always so rewarding so i think you just need to get used to the fact that it's going to be painful but then yeah. on the point of of suffering i mean suffering is a lot of times if we're talking about a mentally that can be very like a big thing that i've realized and that i write about in in my book and that i talk about on my channel a lot is the importance of realizing that you are not your thoughts which is yeah. absolutely pivotal and massive and like very underrated i don't i don't even know if 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 people understand how profound that is to to really understand that because if you understand that that truth that you are not your thoughts suffering just will not happen to the same extent in your life you 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 are since you are not a slave to your mind anymore that pain that is you know seneca said that uh we suffer more in imagination than in reality it's that suffering uh, you realize it's unnecessary and so yeah. you don't need to suffer in life and so if you practice for example meditation which is one of the most effective ways i've found to understand this truth what happens is you approach life from this space where you're just already fulfilled you feel like your life is 10 out of 10 you got food you got air and nature is beautiful and you're you're basically just chilling you you're you're loving your life but then from that space you take on different challenges because it's fun like if you're going to play a video game are you just going to stand around with your level 1 character and and not do stuff like even even if if that character feels good in the moment and just enjoys life of course you're going to yeah. do stuff you want to go on the adventure but you're coming from this healthy space like where you do not need a certain outcome you you're not going to suffer if you fail mentally yeah. and and so on i wonder by the way when you talk about this state because i know what you're talking about um but i guess some people when they hear about this they might think well how could i ever reach a state where i don't suffer where i don't feel bad about things because if a really bad thing happens in my life obviously I'm going to suffer because I am a human being and um they just don't see the possibility like they don't believe that's a possibility. What would you tell those people? How could you kind of make them understand that yes it it's actually possible. I mean maybe not 100% but you can at least maybe distance yourself in such a way that it doesn't affect you on a like a it doesn't affect yeah, you. Yeah, I mean I mean, I would be lying if I said I I don't suffer in life and that I feel pain and that I sometimes have mental problems even though I meditate avidly and I and I do all these things and I've I've had these deep realizations. I still suffer. I mean, of course, it, like you said, it's part of being a human being, but it's just it's just very different because you have this distance to it. You you create a space between yourself and your thoughts and that Yeah like what happens in my life for example is that i have gained the ability to see when i am suffering in my mind that 
I am suffering in my mind. I have the ability to see that. Before, I didn't even see that. I was just suffering. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that there's a, like, I was in a mental prison of my own, but the door was wide open and I could just leave at any moment. That, that, that's what you understand through, for example, meditation. You, you, you teach yourself that you are not your thoughts. And the mind is a, is a beautiful thing. It's a blessing, but it can also be used in the wrong way. I, I, I like to say that you should use your mind to solve problems. Don't use it to turn you into a problem. And I think that a lot of people, including myself at times, turn we turn ourselves into a problem. But it's yeah. just like yeah. the intellect is there for you to solve problems in the world that you care about. It, it, it's, it's nothing more than that. And so this excessive uh, looping of the mind with the negativity, just like see that, okay, my mind is doing this now, but it, it's not me. <laughs> if, you, if you can just pause and, and see that, like, okay, all this, these things are happening in my mind, but it's, it's not me. You know, right. that, that, it's such a relief to, to understand that. And I, I've said it multiple times now, but I, I do believe that meditation is the best way to, to understand this experientially. It's like, yeah. uh, maybe you'll not have this ability that strongly in the beginning. Like if you go to the gym and you lift weights, you're not going to be ripped. The first thing that happens, you're going to excessively uh, increase your weight. Well, it's the same with meditation. As you continuously practice it day by day, you strengthen that ability to have distance to your mind. Finally, your intellect is now a tool that you use to your advantage. It's not running you anymore. Right. Right. So. Yeah, that's uh, also a very good point about um, meditation. Meditation is hard. Like, it's very difficult. It's something that you can, like, just like anything, you can learn to master, really. Um, but in the beginning, obviously, when you start this journey of becoming more aware or conscious or you want to create that distance, like you mentioned, between you and your thoughts. There are so, because it sounds simple. Uh, it sounds simple. And during a very intense meditation session, that can also be uh, a point that you reach and you're like, wow, okay, this is, I got, I like, I got it now. I got this insight. But then we go about our day normally and we go into a situation where we get hurt by something that happens and we just, instinctively like react and we have a thought and we just act on that thought and we're like oh shit i should have been in my medit like meditative state um so obviously the more you meditate the more i i kind of feel like it's i don't really know the mechanics of it but i feel like that sort of insight kind of stretches more and more and more and more throughout the day and eventually mm -hmm. it becomes such a normal thing that there is always this sort of distance. I, I don't know if I want to call it distance per se, but I don't know what, really what to call it, but there is this sort of hollowness that's always there as a protection. <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, meditation is very powerful. Um, how long have you been meditating, by the way, if I may ask? Yeah, I, I mean, since I was 23, so I'm, I'm 30 now, oh. so it's, it's okay, been some time. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I mean, uh, I've been uh, very rigorous in my practice for a long, long time. But honestly, sometimes I've had, you know, fall offs and, and slipped and not and not done it as much. But it's almost like I, I experienced that it's always more beneficial for me if I do it. Like it's, it, it always increases my ability to appreciate life just as it is. And the thing is that... Yeah. I mean, what, what you ultimately understand is that just being alive and, and feeling your heartbeat and like logging into the experience of being alive is enough. It's enough. Like this is a, it's a great experience. That's what, that's the point you reach. Like you, life is beautiful. You don't, you don't need, you basically don't need anything. You, you need 
the food and the shelter and, and, and these things. And we all, we, we take those things, of course, way too much granted in, in, in society. But I mean, that, that's a lot to be appreciated of. Yeah. And, and you sort of appreciate that more when you are in tune with the fact that being alive is great. Like, is not, not much is needed to be satisfied as a human. That, that this is something that I think everybody has the ability to realize. And life becomes so much more enjoyable to experience and live when you come from that place. Because I've, I've been on both sides of this. As I said, when I was younger, I was always thinking that my life will start when I become a lawyer and when I make a lot of money and when I reach this goal, X, Y, Z, that's when my life starts. But I was like, no, my life is, is now. It's, it's, right, it's happening right now. And I don't even know if, if I will live to reach that in particular goal. Like, that's, that's, that's such a sad way to live life, thinking that you need to achieve something before you can enjoy your life. You can enjoy it right now. You, you should enjoy it right now. And while you still pursue different goals in your life. So, I mean, being at peace and being content is something that you can experience now. You, right. you don't need something to, to, to feel that way. Right. Uh, I, think, uh, I, I think one of your videos was something like, I maybe mentioned it, but like your life is 10 out of 10. Al yeah. Always something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, mm. I agree with that. But there is still like if some listener, like if someone listens to this and is like really feeling really miserable in his or her life and all the external things are bad, like bad relationships, bad finances, uh, bad physical health. And they're listening to this and they're saying, hey, I mean, like, I know what you're saying, but come on, man, like look around me. Like how, how am I supposed to feel good and accept what is around me now? You know, like if I, if I do that, maybe I'm just deluding myself. Maybe I'm just, you know, living in a bigger illusion than just facing reality how would you respond to something like that yeah i would say that if you're alive and you have food and you have shelter and like many people if you're listening to this you, you're probably doing all right with the in the in the material sense uh if you're at that place then I still think that you have the ability to, to feel at peace and calm. And, and I get it. There can be a lot of uh, horrible things happening in your life around you in the outside world, but you can still center yourself in the peacefulness of being human, regardless of what's going on outside you. And so getting to that place is actually going to, because obviously my channel is all about improving yourself, becoming a better man, becoming stronger, reaching your goals, making more money. I, I'm not only talking about sort of power of now, Eckhart Tolle, uh, Buddhist uh, type of things. I, I like to talk about those things, but integrated into a sort of productive life where you're trying to achieve goals like based brothers is is really not for people who just want to be kind of average it's, it's not my aim I'm, I'm i'm definitely trying to be uh, reach different goals in my life you know i i have kind of high standards in in in, in some sense but uh, but i would still say that first come to a place to where you realize that life is good right now and from there, like in, in, in just the experience of being you, regardless of what the outside world looks like in your life right now, you can still get to a centeredness where you feel at peace with yourself and you calm the storm in your mind through, through meditation, for example. And from that place, you are going to be operating at a much higher level. Finally, you have you have your mind back, which you need to solve problems. You have energy back, which you need to solve the problems in your life. Like why go about all these problems that you have in the outside world that you would like to solve, but you're feeling absolutely miserable inside. I think you can switch that 
mentally not not necessarily i'm not saying oh just feel good like oh just appreciate you're a human and you're alive it's like no uh, actually work on that and and have a practice have a meditation practice do do five minutes every day for a week then increase it to 10 minutes then do 15 minutes the week after that until you got about 10 to 20 minutes every day routinely and so that you master your mind you're no longer a slave to what it's it's repeatedly telling you because if you if you can remove that burden which is absolutely possible i mean you're going to be operating in a much more efficient way you're going to have a way better chance of solving the things that you need to be solving in your life and then obvious there's obvious things that a that a person can do when they're when they're down bad you know it's it's like classic stuff you start with working out like train your body are you kidding me if you're not moving if you're if you're not fit how do you expect to to have the energy and 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 the the, the fight in you to solve the things that you need to solve in your life and those like meditation and, and training that's that's basic that's like yeah. start there and then everything you can do all the other things after that that that's just the, the the ground level you need to have that foundation to operate in a healthy way and from there you will have a better ability to take care of whatever problems you're experiencing in your life right so would you say that meditation is like the number one habit uh, in your life? In terms I of mean, growth, I mean, I feel like they—it's—it's yeah, it's difficult to say, but I do think that one of the absolutely most important insights that I've ever had, and to to this day, is still that understanding that i am not my thoughts it is absolutely huge it changes everything like if you if you understand that deeply my god i mean i've, I've suffered a lot in my life and uh i mean not not you know everything is relative i've had great uh great upbringing in many ways and, and i've had a lot of privileges and all that it's not you know everything's relative but I've had mental suffering in the sense that I regretted things I did in the past. I had like these mind loops of thinking about things I should have done differently and suffered for it, like in my mind mentally before I understood like, man, I'm not my thoughts. Like this, this, what, what, what's my mind doing? Oh my God. Why, why is it making up all these, the, these things? This is not even real. And so it's such a relief to understand that it's unbelievable. But uh, I, I do think that, you know, uh, regular training, uh, physical movement, that can also bring a mind shift to a very large degree. So I don't know if I would necessarily say, like, just meditate, but then don't train your body. I think that why should you not be doing both, uh, both of those things? I mean, you, we're, we're made for movement. And we're also made for, <laughs> if you ask me, we're made for peace. We're made to feel, feel at ease. Like why we're, we're not here to go around and suffer in our minds. That that's not what nature has intended for us. It's intended right. for us to live in harmony. Right. And um, I feel like, especially with your videos, you, you talk a lot about different habits or practices that you can have. And meditation is one of them. There are, other things, um, physical exercise, cold showers, um, and you know things that basically, where you integrate the more holistic perspective of your life. You not just it's not just mental training; it's also the, the physical because that's it's very important. What we eat also is yeah. very very crucial, uh, and I feel like. And you, I think you also made a video about this. It's about the, in this day and age in particular, we're in extra need of this understanding. And why is that? Why is it perhaps that in the past we were not as easily, um, I don't want to say illusioned, but kind of tricked into this, uh, uh, th this game of like, getting sudden rushes of dopamine hits and um, just making things easy in our lives. 
I think, I mean, things have become very easy for us in this modern day and age. So it's quite easy to kind of slack off and, and uh, forget about what you're actually, what you actually are and where you're from. Um, yeah, uh, that, that's very, it's a great question. You know, I, I often think to myself, uh, hunter gatherer, is it such a bad thing actually? Like if I compare being like the modern lifestyle, I mean, imagine being a hunter gatherer. Okay. There's a lot of inconveniences, like the, the, so many inconveniences, but it's also like your natural element. You have to hunt, you have to be strong. Like if you're not strong, like how do you expect to survive? Now you're, you're, you're very focused on surviving, which is, is actually fulfilling in a sense, because you're doing what man is meant to do. You're hunting, you're, you need to be physically strong. You need to provide for the tribe. You're actually doing what, what man is meant to do. And if you're doing what man is meant to do, you're going to feel well. It's like the animals in nature, they're doing what the animals in nature are supposed to do. I think that we actually have a problem where we are too much separated from our original nature. It, like this modernity is actually what's making us suffer to a very large degree. There's too little movement, too much sedentary lifestyle, too many just like convenience. The food comes to your door. You don't need to do anything like that's it will make you miserable. And so yeah. I often think that, and, and e e even such a thing as uh, there's a lot of people working way too much, like working all the time. Your mind is not meant to be working all the time. I, I, I fall into that category at times, but I do believe that you need to rest. I actually read a while back and I, I said this in, in another pod that, there was a theory that stated that hunter gatherers worked around 20 hours a week to supply their basic needs. And we got the standard 40 hour week. And a lot of people work a lot more than that. And like, okay, so normally we would satisfy our needs with 20 hours and then we would be chilling. We would be in nature. We would be at peace. We would be enjoying the simple things in life. But now we're just running around all the time. Of course, we're going to suffer. And so you got to be aware of that. But I do think that you can handle modernity in such a way that you avoid the, the, the pitfalls of it. And I talk a lot about that on my channel. Like, why do we need dating apps? Like, be a man. Talk to women in real life. Come on, man. And, you know, use the internet to your advantage. The, the internet is an amazing place to learn. You can learn skills there's unlimited knowledge at your disposal don't watch the dirty prawn you know like use it to learn stuff maybe set up a business use modernity to your advantage if you don't do that you can easily get you can get wrecked by all the conveniences they'll make you fat they'll make you fap away your your masculine energy you'll be watching weird stuff on the internet You'll be playing video games and leveling up in a virtual world instead of the real world. Like you can do it wrong, you know, it, it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, yeah. But you can also do it in such a way that you're benefiting massively. So you have to be very aware with how you are navigating the modern world. I see. It, it, it kind of feels like technology has moved so fast and our, our minds haven't really kept up. We, it's like we're, almost to is premature almost we aren't ready for most of people are not ready for this type of technology because we only see the positive side of it we have a difficult time seeing the negative side of it because we get so drawn into that anyways um it's quite a sad thing really yeah i mean there's a there's a lot of of drawbacks to i think that if you like if you if you are concerned with how you're feeling in your life, maybe you don't feel like your mental health is on point. You 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 sort of uh, speaking about suffering. You you're not at ease. You're not at peace. A, a big thing is like get rid of the social media and all the 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 unnecessary uh, like clutter that it's causing in your mind. Like bring yourself 
to the present moment, like remove yourself from all these apps. And especially social media can be really toxic. Like you're subliminally comparing yourself to others. And so you, you might feel bad about your life. Like you don't need that. What, why are you doing that? Just remove those yeah. things, remove, remove the things from technology that, that, that are not contributing positively in your life. Mm. You know, it's um when i when i cleansed away a lot of the bs uh, social media and uh you know the 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 prawn and all that i removed that it, it makes a it makes a huge it had a huge impact I, I started feeling way better like way better so yeah i was thinking a couple of days ago about life before the smartphone so mm -hmm. i remember i was in i think seventh grade uh something like that when i got my first iphone i was one of the first ones in my class to get it and um like every break we had everyone was just like focused on that iphone it was just one iphone we had in our class and everyone was focused on it and it was such a big hype back then and i've been trying to think like how how did life feel like before internet before i had my smartphone like what did i do and it's kind of difficult to imagine it because it's so deeply rooted into my life right now and i think that's kind of a scary thing really uh, that, that we become so attached with this new digital lifestyle and it's been the change has been so rapid as well extremely rapid and uh, mm -hmm. looking at technology and its development with the I don't really know what the metaverse is going to be all about. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Ooh, yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't even want to know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just looking at it is just fucking creepy. But uh, hey, everyone has different opinions about that. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, just a bunch of other things with virtual reality. I mean, those things can be cool to use. Absolutely. But it feels like if we already get so attached to just like two likes on Instagram, then these things that are going to just like revolutionize everything for us. I mean, we're going to get very, very addicted to that as well. Um, so I don't really know uh, what the future is going to be like, uh, but uh, it seems as if it's going to get more difficult to stay based. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean... The, the, you you can also I understand completely what you're saying, and I think the shift has been very dramatic. And you know, every, everybody's just using technology at an accelerating rate, and the, the smartphones are taking over. And uh, you can you can be bitter about it and be like, oh man, now we're losing social connections, and people are not as in the moment and present. And uh, but you know, I've come to the sort of realize for myself that life is also too short to take in the problems of the world kind of thing. Like you can only focus on you and your immediate uh, goals. And what, 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 like life is to a very large degree, a single player game. And so if you're spending your mental energy into problems outside yourself and outside of your control, that is going to rob you a lot from a lot of, peace it's going to rob you a lot of uh, from a lot of energy that you could spend developing the things that you actually care about so i mean it's, it's just not worthwhile being sort of depressed or mad at the world for for how it's developing i i would rather look at it and be like okay so this is where we're at and uh i mean i use my smartphone i can i can upload uh videos to based brothers we can have this conversation we're having right now like there's a lot of beautiful things to it and i i choose to see those things you know uh right. I, but i know i i completely understand what you're saying but i also think that there's going to be people that you meet in life that enjoy being in the moment rather than in the phone so those people are still on earth and they will always be on earth so it, it's not really uh, a problem and the thing about technology i mean humans are still the same and have been since we you know started walking on this earth and 
I'm sure that the guy in the, I don't know, 1900s or whatever, when cars started populating the street was like, ah, oh, dang, these freaking cars, man. Like, I just want to, why, why are not people sitting on horses? I mean, horses are alive and horses, horses have a personality and <laughs> horses are beautiful. You know, you, you can, you can take that argument to the beginning of time. Like, it's uh it's always going to be that way and uh there is normally a lot of benefits to technology it's uh, there's like with many things there's a dark side and there there's a good side and and you can you can choose which one you want to uh, embrace when it comes to a lot of things including technology right right and also we, we can see it as just as basic basically evolution i mean that yeah. this is the way it is so why yeah. should it be any other way if we look at it from yeah. a more absolute perspective? And we're going to get more integrated into technology. And if that's not going to work on a collective level, then something else will take its place. And uh, whatever change has to be made will be made. Uh, and the way it is, it's just that's that. Um, now, I want to ask you about, because sometimes I talk about spirituality and um like spiritual experiences and subjective experiences of um, spiritual phenomena. Um, and I want to ask you, do you have any, because you said that you've been meditating, meditating, and I think you mentioned that um, one of your greatest experiences ever was just staring into a wall for, I don't know how you said, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there was it was something like that so would you want to explain about those experiences and what change they have caused for you uh not just necessarily in terms of um knowing that you are not your thoughts but are there any other realizations you've had that has been uh, positively affecting uh, your life yeah i mean i've i've had that type of experience um sort of multiple times through through meditation i've had being out in nature and just uh, looking at the vast sea and and realizing how just immensely beautiful everything is and just being so absolutely consumed by the beauty of this thing that we're experiencing to a point where it's overwhelming in a very positive way it's like almost like a it's almost like a positive orgasm or something i don't know it's like you're just so you're so at ease and just so pleased with with everything it's like complete uh bliss i don't know i i've had that i've had those experiences i i don't think i'm unique or something or i'm like uh some you know i reached something particular there i think a lot of people if they want they can experience that but it's just like that profound feeling of being if we're not going to talk about just like not uh being your thoughts it's this profound feeling of being connected with everything and being a part of the universe like that i am I think it was Eckhart Tolle who said, like, I am the universe, like you are the universe being aware of itself and, and actually feeling that. And so when you feel that, you feel like this extreme, uh, like imagine you are the universe. I mean, what, what are your problems when you understand that you are the universe? Like you are so grand and, 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 and complete. So, oh. so in, in that perspective, everything just, uh i don't know it's it's um a grand feeling of of amazement and and awe of of being a part of the universe integrated with it and when you have that experience when you realize those things sort of you know dying and and, and suffering and whatever they all they all fade in a way it's 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 not as dramatic anymore you you are infinite you're unlimited you are the, the whole you are the whole universe no. and so that is profound to 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 feel that and i feel everybody can sense that if they want to yeah it's uh i guess everyone has had a a very insightful experience <laughs> like feeling connected to something more divine 
Yeah. I think we've all experienced that sometimes, but it's just, yeah. we, we want to have more of that because it's such a, it, it feels like it's very true. It is true. It feels true. Mm. And mm-hmm. in that state, it's just, it's not thinking, it's not doing, it's just being. And mm-hmm. um, having those experiences are very motivating as well, because uh, since we automatically want to pursue truth after we, after we realize something like that, then we're going to be able to accept, accept more pain in order to go through and uh, actually reaching more of a conscious life. Um, mm. So you talked about uh, that you wrote a book, right? Um, yeah. Would you want to tell us about some of the lessons that you, you don't have to mention everything, of course, but just if you want to share a few of your most important lessons uh, from that book. Yeah, I mean, uh, what I wanted to convey, it's, it's basically written towards uh, young males. Uh, it's a book that I wish I would have been given when I was 20 years old. And it basically covers uh, mental health, spiritual health, uh, physical health, financial health, all those things. Yeah. And, uh, and, and also relational, like relational dynamics between uh, man and women and dating and just all these things that I've learned a lot through reading and uh, through different uh, mentors I would consider on, on YouTube. And I've distilled it into that book. And uh, if I'm going to say the most important uh, lessons that are also in that book, it would be, I mean, the number one. The number one would be, as uh, my my YouTube channel is uh, saying, is to be based, which means to be your authentic self, which we talked about earlier, and uh, do that un- uncompromisingly. You know, uh, Lao Tzu said, uh, if you care what other people think of you, you will always be their prisoner. And I think that's very profound. You can You can live a life where you are doing what everybody else expects expects of you and you you don't want to step on anybody's toes and you just want to please everybody and in that you're suffering because you're not living your life and you know that there are things that you want to do in this one experience and you are the owner of your own life and so live it the way you want to live it be based like people are going to criticize you anyways they're they're always going to do that and so just just go for it man like you have nothing to lose I think that if you if you if you live your life in a way that is true to you, a lot of things are going to fall in place. There's going to be a lot of challenges in that. There's going to be a lot of pain. You might have to do a lot of things differently, but it is going to be very rewarding. Very rewarding. That is that is, that's the number one lesson uh, on on sort of if I'm going to distill it down to something. And uh, absolutely, the the understanding that life like like you said mentioned one of the videos there is uh, your life is 10 out of 10 already like you can realize that the experience of being human is 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 amazing it's great it's wonderful it is it's it's mind-blowing in fact it is so huge and so you can operate from that space while pursuing your goals in life like don't fall into the trap thinking that you need to achieve something before you can start enjoying the experience. The experience is to be enjoyed right now, and it can be. Oh. Awesome. Great. Um, right. So everyone listening, where can they find your book, by the way? Uh, it's on Amazon. It should be on uh, all the uh, marketplaces there, like Amazon.com, right. UK, uh Germany, all, all the different Amazon uh, uh, marketplaces should be. Cool. And um, you can also find his uh, YouTube channel uh, called Based Brothers. Uh, and I guess from there, you can also find everything. So uh, yeah. awesome. Uh, Emil, thanks a lot for uh, joining us. Uh, it's been a great uh, episode. Is there anything more you would like to share uh, to the audience? As something I think we've been covering a lot, but uh, if there is anything else you would want to point out that we've been missing, 
so just uh, yeah i mean I, I just want to say that uh you know thank you for hosting me i think you you do really do a great job and like thank you're you. an amazing you're an amazing listener and you really uh ask interesting questions so that's awesome and i feel sort of uh strange in a way that i'm just pouring out my thoughts and not really asking <laughs> you that many questions it feels very strange because uh you know i want to learn from you as well of course so i'm going to say it again I, i think that uh you should uh you should continue your youtube journey like you have a lot of interesting things to say yeah. and it's a grind i mean i've been doing youtube now for uh over two years and it is just such a grind i mean i i yeah. love what i'm doing and i enjoy it and i'm very disciplined i'm uploading every week right and um it's, yeah it's, you're very it's, consistent and you're uploading yeah yeah like i i've 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 found that uh if you want to succeed in something in life and this is this is starting to like really get ingrained in me it's just all about always showing up and showing up on the days when you don't want to show up it's it's just critical and so you almost need to become a robot honestly you just you just you just, just got to show up and do the freaking work and 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 in that you will see success it's just the way it works you know it over time consistency effort and energy is the recipe and so um yeah i'd encourage you to uh keep doing what you're doing you uh, you have a lot of potential there and uh you know you're interested in a lot of interesting uh topics and a lot of people want to hear what you have to say so just i think you nice. should continue thank you for that motivation and uh, i yeah. think you should also continue for sure um very interesting talk uh thanks a lot once again and uh, everyone listening i hope you have enjoyed it check out his channel check out his book uh very smart guy Uh until next time remember to stay conscious bye